Hello, and welcome to my Equenergy Wild Wellbeing podcast. My name is Robin, and I'll be sharing some musings here on various different topics around wellbeing, self care, nature, and generally how we can support ourselves in reconnecting with who we really are in order to live from our heart and from our soul self. I hope you enjoy these recordings and please feel free to make comments or to get in touch if you'd like to have a chat. There's a link at the very top of the page in the text introducing this podcast. Do you ever find that your emotional responses seem to be out of proportion to the situation that you find yourself in? Maybe you experience a spiral of fear, anxiety, or anger, or perhaps feelings of abandonment and overwhelm. If this happens for you, it'll most probably be because something about the current situation is recalling a past trauma for you. And I'm not meaning to blow things up out of proportion here or to push you into a sense of victimhood, but we're beginning to understand now that it's very important to be aware and conscious of how past events can colour our responses to events in the present. I should probably also mention that when I say trauma, I'm referring to those events which entirely subjectively we found completely overwhelming and that left us feeling powerless and in the meta consciousness work that i do these are known as udins which stands for the fact that they're unexpected they're dramatic they leave us feeling isolated and we felt that we've had no coping strategy or resources to deal with the situation at the time in which we experienced it. So U-D-I-N, U-D-I-N. This means that a trauma doesn't have to be a big event or even something that another person would find challenging. It could actually be a series of small incidents that over time mount up into something quite substantial something that has a huge impact on how we feel. In the Wisdom of Trauma movie, Gabor Mate talks about people who've been brought up by parents or caregivers who were encouraged to allow their child to cry rather than picking them up and trying to work out what's upsetting them. The belief was that to do that would be mollycoddling the child and would result in them becoming overly dependent. But in fact, we now know that leaving a child to cry can push them into shutdown and that what they actually need in this situation is physical touch in order to be able to feel connected and therefore safe. In fact, this is how a child develops the, the ability to self-regulate through physical touch with their mother, father or other caregiver. In antenatal settings, they've discovered that babies are much more likely to thrive when they have early and frequent skin-to-skin -skin contact with another human being. And this applies even to poorly and premature babies. They too benefit from being taken out of their incubator in order to experience this close physical touch. And according to the Lalesh League International website, this is 
the following reasons are why this skin-to-skin -skin contact is so important, not only for the baby, but for the mum too, in the minutes and hours following the birth. It helps to keep mum and baby together and promotes bonding between them. It provides for earlier initiation of the first breastfeeding experience. It helps to reduce crying from the baby. It helps the baby to maintain body temperature better than a hospital warmer would, as mum's body temperature will alter to warm or cool the baby in order to help baby maintain a more normal temperature. It also helps to regulate baby's breathing and heart rate and helps baby's blood sugar level to stable, to, to stabilize. It helps following a difficult or surgical birth, helping mum and baby to get more into a normal environment. It decreases pain for baby from any procedures done while they are within that skin-to-skin -skin contact time. It reduces postpartum hemorrhage in the mother as well and can reduce maternal stress and postpartum depression. And it increases the probability of breastfeeding going successfully, as well as the length of time that the mum will breastfeed their baby beyond the time that they're in hospital. If an infant whose only way of experiencing and knowing connection is through physical touch, and then they're deprived of this contact, it's actually a form of trauma for the baby. So if, as a child, you were one of those children who was left to cry, and you haven't yet had the opportunity to address this issue, it may still be held in your body and be stirred up at any time you feel the possibility of losing connection with somebody. Let me just say at this point that I'm not in any way meaning to point the finger of blame at anyone. After all, our parents were just doing the best they could with the teaching they were given, and perhaps even the experience that they received themselves. Looked at from this perspective, it's all too easy to see how trauma can be passed down through the generations and can even magnify from one generation to the next. And yet, as human beings, we are amazingly resilient. We can find ways to release our traumas and to experience profound shifts in the things we've carried or inherited from our parents. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And as always, if you'd like to get in touch, just click on the link in the text at the top of this page that introduces the podcast. I look forward to connecting with you. Bye.